Pay me a compliment, Melvin. I need one. Quick. You have no idea how much what you just said hurt my feelings. A compliment is something nice about somebody else. This is a request from June. And now or never. Okay. And mean it. Can we order first? And that's Jack Nicholson from As Good As It Gets. And notice you can't force a mind. You can't say, I want an apology or I want a compliment right now. I mean, what's he going to say to her? He's, what can he say? You know, you look lovely now. It's too trite. She's going to say, it's not good enough. You know, it's too nonspecific. And so he'll say, well, you're an easy person to get along with. That's not good enough. And it's certainly not going to feel true at that moment. Or I love the tone of your voice. Well, that would be sarcasm. Or you look cute when you're angry. Now, I don't know if she would crack up at that one, but I doubt it. So you can't force a person to give you a compliment. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show's The Rational Basis of Happiness. And you can pick up the phone and call me. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. That's toll-free, one eight seven seven Dr. Kenner. And I'm a clinical psychologist, so I can answer any questions that are troubling you about your family, your kids, anything you'd ask a counselor or a therapist, you can pick up the phone and call me. Here is an email I got from Suzanne. Hello, Dr. Kenner. Lately, I've been struggling with anger. I am so hot and cold sometimes. I'll be happy all day, and then I come home. My family treats me very well, yet sometimes I literally hate them. I am so cold and short and mean. I wish I knew what was wrong. I can't seem to help being so angry all the time. What do you think? Thank you, Suzanne. I wish I had a whole lot more information from you, Suzanne. But given what I've got, I can give you some possibilities. And the first is, uh, you want to know that anger... The emotion of anger is not like sadness. Sadness means you're dealing with loss. Guilt means you're you're feeling like you let yourself down. But anger means that you're detecting something that's unfair. Now, whether that's true or not, that's a separate issue. Sometimes we think things are real unfair when they're accurate. They're actually very fair. Also, your anger. If I could, you said you you get hot and cold. I would say that you have a highly intense emotion, which means that you're dealing with something very important to you. When I feel, when someone says, I don't know what the problem is, like someone just didn't steal your car and you'd be angry at that, it it feels more elusive, I look for psychological issues. Maybe your family has a different image of you than you have of yourself. Maybe you don't experience your independence around them. Maybe you force yourself to go back to the old family rules and you hate being in that environment of putting on a nice smiley face and pretending everything's okay because anger is not allowed in your family. Or maybe there's too much anger in your family and although I doubt it because you're saying your family members are nice to you. So you've got a few clues. Let's start with those. You say, I'll be happy all day and then when I come home... I get angry at my family. So why are you happy all day away from home? Uh, What do you say to yourself when you're away? What do you say to yourself when you're about to walk in the door at home? Those are questions you want to answer. Imagine that you and I were sitting down looking at a video of you coming home each evening for a week. We taped it. We would look at who do you snap at most? Is it your mom, your dad, a sibling, or if you're married, a husband? What do they specifically do that triggers that anger? What is the moment of anger? 
are they too meddlesome? Maybe mom will say, well, tell me all about your day and you feel like you have no private mental space of your own. Or maybe they're too weighty. Mom may say, oh, let me tell you what happened to me today. And you feel like your mom's therapist and you don't want to play that role anymore. Or it may be that you just hate to see the way your parents interact. They're real phony and real distant. Or as I said earlier, they may treat you in a way that you don't see yourself. They may see you as meek or as a slob. Or they may be phony and you just don't feel they're leveling with you. So you want to do the detective work for yourself. I'll recommend a book, which is Dr. Weisinger's Anger Workout Book. He teaches you how to self-monitor, monitor your emotions, translate them into words. He helps you figure out how to detect whether your anger is val valid or not. Sometimes people are really angry at themselves and they project outward at their family. That could be the case with you too. It could be that you've let yourself down and when you come home and you see your siblings doing so well in school or so well in their lives and your family doing so well and you're kind of the black sheep of the family, you get real angry at them but it's more your own self-hatred that you're projecting out at them and you don't feel it when you're away from home, it's only when you come back into home. One last point, it could be that your family members are really nice but it's a suffocating nice. In a play by Ayn Rand, Think Twice, it's in the collection of short stories, the early Ayn Rand. One of the characters says about some alleged nice guy, in quotes, he, the, nice, the alleged nice guy, he wants a cripple. He wanted a cripple because a cripple has to depend on him. If you spend your time helping people, you've got to have people to help. If everyone were independent, what would happen to the people who've got to help everybody. Now that's interesting. What would happen to all of those do-gooders if, if people were more resilient and had more independence and were able to think for themselves? Think about what would happen to all the politicians if we had, if everyone were learning to depend on themselves and become more self-responsible. Then we don't need all the welfare programs and all the do-gooder programs and well, the feed, the feed the People programs, they learn how to feed themselves. Well, what happens to all those people? Some people want to cripple. Sad as it is to un grasp that point, some people want an emotional cripple. Not, a psych not a, necessarily a physical one, but an emotional one, because then they feel their power, their control, and you need them. You need them in the worst sort of way, a dependency. So I hope it's not that. Again, uh, Dr. Weisinger's Anger Workout book is a good book to look to. He'll tell you, again, how to how to figure out whether your anger is valid or not and how to change it, how to put yourself on pause, think of alternative ways of thinking about the situation, visualizing consequences, and evaluating your results. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And uh, this is an email. Let's see. Here's a real quick one on anger also. This is from a father of quadruplets. For any of you who've had kids, I've had two of them. Can you imagine having four kids? He says... At once? <laughs> quadruplets, that's what that means. 
So I just hope he has a very loving extended family and some help. Uh, he says, I am always angry. I yell at my kids too much, and they are starting to fear me. Good for you for writing. I In traffic, I fly off the handle and act out. Okay, the road rage. This isn't me. I'm usually a nice guy, but the anger issue appears to be getting out of hand. I would seek therapy ASAP. ASAP. The worst thing you want is for your kids to fear you or to be on the front page because of a road rage incident. You want a much better view of yourself. So anger, again, as I just talked about, is the feeling of injustice. If you feel like you are on mental overload with the kids, and not just mental, but day-to-day living, functional overload, and you don't have any private time for yourself, if that's what you feel is unfair, or if you have some guilt, you have got to work this out with a therapist. Um, Think of when you were last nice. Was it a genuine nice? And try to figure out what were the elements of being nice assuming it's a genuine nice, that you're missing right now. Ask yourself a lot of questions. Who, what, when, where, why, and how? And answer them uncensored to yourself, at least, or in therapy. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And coming up, we've got a guy who, a woman who's married, or not married, she was engaged to a guy for two years, has been with him for 11 years, and he's a professional athlete, and he drops a bombshell on her. We'll talk about that coming up. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by Drs. Kenner and Locke. Before giving a surprise, make sure your partner likes surprises, including the type you plan to give. Linda was upset for weeks because her husband sent a male stripper to her place of work for her birthday. Beyond feeling humiliated in front of her co-workers, she hated the idea of a male stripper. Her husband, Martin, didn't understand why she was so upset when he was only trying to give her a nice surprise. The clueless husband had not bothered to find out what his wife would actually value as a present. Working to understand your partner is well worth the effort. And to help your partner better understand you, you first need to understand yourself. If you don't know what you want and value, it makes it much harder for your partner to understand you. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com. 